guys, start the intro. Welcome back to Coey's Questions, where we explore life and current events in a real person kind of way. The headline's a little what the mixed in. So glad y'all tuned in with us again this week. Hey, Jay. How was your 4th of July? Off my back porch, there were no less than seven different like sets of fireworks going off. So that was pretty nice. That went on until about 2 o'clock in the morning when I finally decided to stop watching them. Do they keep going after that? Or they stopped and so you stopped watching them? Uh, two of them were still going when I was like, I'm done. That's a lot of money to spend on fireworks to be having them go off that long, isn't it? Well, they've been cooked up for three months. They probably saved some money. I don't even, I don't even know. Probably found some like Joe Dirt type guy and just bought his entire like shed out. I'm like, yeah, yeah. $200,000 in fireworks. I mean, it's a big city, but it also got me because I think most of those fireworks were being shot off in city limits, but couldn't confirm or deny that from where I sitting. But it's the 4th of July, so that's totally allowed. Uh, yeah, that's like saying the purge happened and all of a sudden everything illegal is legal now. But, I'm you sorry, know, have you been paying work? attention to the news? Uh, you know, you know, <laughs> I have-ish. And I'm not wrong. And, uh, I can't say that that's the purge. People are still going to jail for things they're doing. It's just taking a long time. But they're so. also just letting people leave jail so that they don't get sick. So, I mean... Just have another, have another pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Hey, don't do anything bad again. Because I'm sure all the people who you're telling, who you just let out of jail and said, hey, don't go anywhere and wear a mask are like, yeah, I'm doing everything I possibly can while I'm still out of jail. But yeah, no. Um, Great hell strategy. no. If I had been in jail and they said, okay, Courtney, you're just going to be on parole now at home, my ass would not leave my comfy couch watching my TV and eating whatever I wanted to eat. I would be all the rules. Like, you ain't sending me back. Oh, no, no, no. You'd be at every every function and every restaurant you could find if you hadn't had it. Um, No. I have not left the house except for like four times in the last four months. So I feel like I'm, I'm like, I've already d- done the time. So I get one free felony after this, right? No, it's not at all how that works. Oh. Well, sounds like a good plan to me. But I mean, right, I then. appreciate your uh, your want for a freebie, but the get out of jail free card it only belongs to Monopoly. It's not a real thing. What if I carried it around in my wallet, though? Uh, then the cops will yell at you if they put handcuffs on you. I don't like when people yell at me, so I guess I won't do that then. Yeah. They're like, are you serious right now? Anyway. Since you haven't been watching the news for The Purge, did you see that Kanye West is going to be running for president? You know, I did not, and uh, I feel like he's said this before last election, but I don't know if this is more serious or last time he just debated it, but I feel like there's always a couple of, I don't know, entertainment personalities somewhere that are like, yeah, I'm going to run for president. I'm like, are you though? Well, when I read it, it was like, this is not a joke. That's actually what the headline said. This is not a joke. And it said that Kanye is running for president and it is too late to be officially on the ballot in some states, but in other states he can be. So he's running for president. And I just feel like, first of all, that's a terrible idea. Terrible. I feel like he's a little bit nutso, okay? And the man has like a concert church or something going on over there. I don't even know. I'm sorry, what? 
He does. He has like a, his own church, but it's like a Sunday concert thing every Sunday. And I, Google it. It's a thing. Okay. Sunday concert church. Kanye's church. Google Kanye's church. Yeah. So we should just not do that. But if he does, Lord help us somehow become the president, I'm going to need Taylor Swift to interrupt his <laughs> inauguration and tell him how Beyonce should have won. <laughs> oh, Lord. Seriously, though. Did you find his church? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. In Osteen's Lakewood Church in Houston. No, he has like an actual church like in California, not in Houston. Well, I guess maybe that's how it started. I don't know. Are he's just traveling to get the word out? I don't, really I don't know. He has a church, like an actual church. I don't know. It's very weird. And I just think he, he has no business being the president. And before somebody comes at me and says that I'm racist because, you know, everything is. I am not. It has nothing to do with anything except for the fact that he is personally a little woo-woo. Like, I don't think we need a wackadoo for president. And that is why I think I'm not old enough this year, so I can't save America. But if it is still all jacked up in 2024, Coe for president. And my only goal is going to be to not go to war and to get rid of daylight savings time because it's stupid. (laughs) I'd vote for me. I'll vote for you too. At least I'll have two votes. But also, I would thoroughly appreciate it if the United States can get their shit together because I don't really want to be president. Oh no, someone's going to inherit that mess. But I do think that my homies would enjoy that bowling alley in the basement. White House would be a fun place to live. I don't really. That's got to be haunted as shit. Why? I just, um, how many people have lived there? How many people have lived there? And then people have died there, correct? And then it's just got a whole lot of anger up in there. It just seems like it would be haunted as crap. And then you have people like touring your house every day. And I just, I don't know. And I don't think they let the president work in their comfy pants. So I might have to change that too. That might need to be a thing. The president can work in comfy pants. Pretty sure your your yeah, Oval Office window is viewable from outside most of the time. So yeah. I don't care. They'll be cute comfy pants. I just don't want to have to wear fancy clothes. Yeah, I think it kind of comes to the job about being, you know, professional and all, but I uh, Well, but that's the thing. This is gonna be America's going to rehab, y'all. We're taking four years to get our shit together because clearly it is not. And we'll come back to the world in four years with a real president. And it's totally fine because I'm just going to wear comfy pants to work and get rid of daylight savings time because it's stupid. Maybe give a national nap time every day. I don't know. I feel like that would be good for us too. And then just get really good advisors to do the actual real life work because let's be real. I don't know shit about shit when it comes to being the president, but I think I could do just as good as some people. That's a bad way to get elected. Like Kanye West. I think it's a good damn way to be elected. If somebody was like, What's your campaign platform? I don't know shit about shit, but I'll find someone who does. That sounds good to me. Like, listen, this person is an expert at this. This person is an expert at this. So I'm going to put them in charge of that. And then you come tell me like, hey, that sounds good. And I'll be like, you know what? Can you find me five more people that agree? Because you know I'm going to ask questions. And then I'm just going to figure it out. And it's better than me being like, I know everything because I am a little blonde girl who doesn't know shit about shit. No, I'm being for real. I'm not a politician. I don't know about 
diplomatic stuff, but I can tell you that I'm not going to talk shit and start Twitter wars with people. And I'm not going to start Instagram wars with people. And I'm not going to just make my own church or anything like that. I'm just going to be like, listen, we're just going to take a four year break and just get our lives together and just kind of mind our own business for a little bit and fix some shit now. So everybody just get their life together. Coe 2024. Sounds great. I'd vote for me. <laughs> I, mm. We might have to hone that one down West. a little bit in the next few years, but yeah, well, fair. I mean, that's the thing, though. I don't need a campaign manager, um, you, to say, you're not allowed to say that, Courtney. No, I am allowed to say that because that's the whole point. Like, I'm a real person, and we're just going to get our shit together because our shit is not together. Look around. Watch the news. We're not together. Our shit is not together. This country needs a nap for four years, and I'll just – Oh, I'm not, I'm, not running, I'm not running for vice. I have to be your campaign manager? I mean, you can be vice president if you want. you got to do something so that we can, um, you know – still do our podcast but for real life someone's gonna keep you out of trouble also you would have to salute me wouldn't you well i'd be a civilian so no well then you can't be a vice president because i want you to salute me. <laughs> because you want me to salute you that badly because i think me. it would be really funny <laughs> i would just avoid you I, I would find you. I would have my Secret Service people be like, where's he at? So that I could just walk past you like five times. <laughs> I'll just hide her being civilian so I don't have to. And no, it would be a thing. And I would <laughs> the president think it was super funny. In uniform. <laughs> what? I would think it was super duper funny for like the first three days. And then afterwards, like I would accidentally walk past you and you have to be like, oh my God, stop. That's weird. But for the first three days, it'd be very entertaining for me. Mm, I, I bet you'd like that. <laughs> what? It would be funny. <sighs> Not that you have a power. But then after it. that, I guess you could be vice president. Oh, after that. <laughs> All right, I'm done messing with you. Even more yeah. But I feel like the vice president has to do a lot of like, Courtney, you can't say that kind of shit. So, I mean, do you really want to take that job on? Is that not what I've been trying to do for you since I've known you? Yeah, but it hasn't worked, has it? <laughs> Well, maybe you'll believe it when it's about you getting fired. I don't, I'm not trying to get fired. I, I'm not even really trying to be the president. I'm just saying that I could do just as good job as everybody else, if not better. And I think I could do better because I don't have any like motivations except for to get rid of daylight savings time because that's stupid and I'm tired of changing my times. It's dumb. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. Right, Congress. I'm not going okay, to. I'm just going to be the president and be like, listen. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> oh, I, I do kind of want to see you run for president. Um, but the scary shit is I would probably win. Mm. When you're choosing between presidents and a lot of people, I'm not saying you specifically, me specifically, anybody specifically, please don't come at me. But a lot of people were like, <laughs> I'm choosing between the lesser of two evils. So if you're choosing between that and then you have somebody else that's like, listen, I just don't want to go to war for four years and I want to get rid of daylight savings time. Are you going to vote for them? I mean, it's a lot more complicated than that. I think that's the problem. It's like, we're, how, we're why? Gonna, why does it have to be more complicated than that? Because remember how we pulled out of you know, Iraq really quickly. And then like within a year we were back because the power back. Well, I'm saying, left. Like, I mean, if shit goes down and things go down, that's why you have advisors that handle all that. That's technicality bullshit. I'm saying it is my goal to try not to start a war, but you're going to be the commander in chief. Uh, I mean, I'll start a new war. Okay. That's a I'm not going to start a fight, 
but I damn sure will finish one if I have to. You know what I mean? Uh, everybody's favorite older sibling. Coey, 2024. I would do it this year. I would do it this year, but I'm not old enough. Maybe you should be vice. No, I should be president because then it's hashtag Coey 2024. It just sounds like you don't want any of the jobs the president has to do. No, I for real would. I would do what I have to do, but I'm saying I'm not going to have all that crap that's like, oh, well, I'm a stuffy old person that wants to keep this stuffy old stuff. I want to do this stuffy old crap. I'm mad at this person. I want to start this shit. Like, no. Listen, we're just going to sit here, we're going to get our shit together as a country, and you guys are just not going to be assholes to us because we're just getting our shit together, okay? I really hope that, like, some Illuminati kind of person doesn't hear this and be like, you know what, she sounds perfect, let's make it happen, because that would be some scary-ass shit. I'm kind of scared of you. Also kind of cool. Also kind of cool, but a little scary. What do you mean you'd be scared of me being president? I never. Actually, by the time... By the time you get inaugurated, I could just leave. Oh, vice president. Oh, you were just you. Oh, I just retired yesterday. Damn it. Okay, now you're not oh. vice president. Now you're like the secretary of assholes. <laughs> you know, you got to be a little bit more level than that if you're going to be president of the United States. <clears throat> it becomes your job. We're just going to gonna leave that. One. <laughs> we're just going to leave it at that. There's a lot going on in the world. You just got to be. There is a lot going on in the world. And here's the thing. Like, don't be an asshole to me. I won't be an asshole to you. Fair. You know, bam, world peace. Next problem. (laughs) That easy, huh? Or maybe legalize weed, recreational weed first. Now, world peace. Next problem. (sighs) Okay, so hang on. So so daylight savings time abolished. Yep. What's no next? more daylight savings times. It's stupid. What's next? Possibly national nap time, but I'm not really sold on that one okay. yet. Okay. Nap time. And then? Legalize weed. Recreational. 21 years and older. Recreational weed. Legal. Yep. For 21 and older. Yeah. Like they do in Alaska and stuff where you go into the dispensary, you have to have your ID. You have 21 and older. And, you know, you tax the crap out of it and do taxi things with the tax. And Is that then, one of those things where you yes. have to, like, smoke it there? No. Oh, no it's you recreational. You can take it home. You can out. smoke it. Yeah, you can smoke it. You can eat it. You can whatever you do with it. But Yeah, it sounds terrible. So what happens? It sounds like a great place. Well, listen, I'm not here to fix the world. When was the last time a president fixed the entire world? Okay, I can't fix everything. I'm just saying. If Kanye West can run for president, Coey can run for president. I could be the first woman president. <laughs> Coey, 2024. Let's make it a thing. Speaking of things that are not things, I think it's very lame that I'm the only person on Twitter so far at all ever to use the hashtag 2020 stop being a bitch. I used it today talking about the um, hot chicken sandwich that I want for my birthday from Tin Roof Nashville. Well, I don't think you should piss 2020 off because at this point it's good for her. Tin Roof Nashville hot chicken sandwich. I want it. The world needs to get its life together. (laughs) And I said, hashtag 2020 stop being a bitch. And apparently I'm the only person who's ever used that. And that's a little weird. So we're also going to make that a thing. thing. It's going to come back with a vengeance. And it's probably going to be more pissed off that you're taunting it. I'm not. I'm telling 2020 to rein it in. Like, Mm. that's enough. Like, you've been having a real mood for the last six months. Like, can you just slow it down? August 14th, that's my birthday. Let me just have my hot chicken sandwich. And then 2020 cannot end 
Why? Because then 2021. You told a dad joke. That has to be on the show. (laughs) Okay, and now the what the fuck news. (laughs) The what the flaming hot dog news of the week. Um, We do not have flaming hot dogs, but... For the first time, New Jersey gamblers could legally bet on Nathan's hot dog eating contest from the 4th of July this year. I have a few follow-up questions. One, who is betting enough that like it had to be legalized? Well, I mean, what else have they been betting on all year? How was it that with COVID and being around people and all that stuff is dangerous and, you know, they're like closing down bars and restaurants for dining and stuff, but they're hosting a hot dog eating contest. You can do that socially distancing. You can, I could sit here and you could sit six feet away and then you could go eat a shit ton of hot dogs over there and I would eat mine nice and slowly because Nathan hot dogs are delicious and you should not <laughs> eat them quickly and with a million in your mouth at a time. I'm sorry, you just shouldn't. I would lose that contest, but be, but be happy and smiling about my yummy hot dogs while you were six feet away stuffing the hot dogs in your mouth. You could do that social distancing. I mean, yeah, it didn't seem like they're very social distancing. I don't know. I did not watch it. I don't know. I guess they were. It was probably measured off, but I'm used to like, it's like a big, like long buffet table kind of thing. And they're, you know, spaced out. But I guess actually, I don't know. Maybe they were more spaced out. Berlin's transport company has a new spin on how to deal with coronavirus by telling passengers not to wear deodorant. Not everyone seems to be down with wearing masks or wearing them properly. The BVG is asking people to please stop wearing deodorant. That'll make them sit six feet apart, right? And if it doesn't, it sure will make them want to put the mask up over their nose. Yeah, because it, but it doesn't even stop smells. Ugh. I mean, I would stay six feet away from people, especially this hot summer. Mm. I would try to stay six feet away from me. It does not smell good when I don't wear deodorant. Wow, that's that's what you want to tell. Hey, listeners, it's <laughs> I true. Feel I extra sweat. Bad. I sweat like a dude. It doesn't smell good. And you'll be like, damn. Oh my gosh. No. Like, no, you know, if I, I wear man deodorant because it works I better. I don't sweat like a person when it's 99 degrees outside. I sweat like a man. <laughs> I do. I sweat like a dude and my armpits reek. Like, it's just, just a fact of that? life. I just picture you out in a forest, like cutting down trees in a lumberjack flannel. First of all, I have cut down trees. Second of all, I have been a lumberjill. Oh, oh, lumber chill, excuse me. That's what they call you when you work at Twin Peaks. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just being honest here. Mm. My armpits stink. It's not normal. All these girls that are like, oh, I kind of glisten. No, bitch. I sweat and I smell. It's not I good. Glisten. It is not good. I've heard that. Women glisten, but I don't. <laughs> I get smelly. <laughs> It's a uh, fact of life. I could try to pretend to be like this sweet little, oh my goodness, no, I'm never stinky, but that ain't me. I stink. I know. I have to wear deodorant. So please, anybody who smells like me, please put your deodorant on for, you know, everybody's nose pleasure in Berlin. <laughs> this is not the way I thought this conversation was going to go. Are any of our conversations, do they ever go the way you think they're going to go? Uh, no, and I feel like it, like right about now there's an ad for a deodorant company. Well, we don't there. have any deodorant sponsors, so. Do you listen like a lumberjack? 
So if you do want to sponsor us, I would be good because I would be like, listen, I reek normally and this makes me smell yummy. So if you're a deodorant person, you just hit uh, us up at Twitter, on our emails, any of those places. But until then, I will continue to use my man deodorant so that I do not yeah. smell stinky. Finally, a Kobe proof deodorant now in 93 octane. Might need to be a little stronger than that. Oh, if I could smell you through gasoline, you got some serious problems. I told you it's stinky. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. Also, a Taiwanese airport is offering flights to nowhere for people that miss traveling. Seriously, if you love TSA, this is the trip for you. They are letting you check into a flight, go through security, board the plane, and then sit there. They began offering the trips to nowhere early in July and received 7,000 interested guests. Only 60 people were chosen for the half-day trips that will take place over the next couple of weeks. So the plane doesn't even take off. You just go through all the airport hustle, sit sit. in there and go, yay, I made my flight. And then just what? sit there like, all right, 20 minutes, nap time. We'll serve you some drinks and then get the hell of the plane. I don't even think they serve drinks. I think you just sit there. There's not even like a beverage service after you bought no, all this? No, there's, there's not beverage service happening right now. So it is literally a great way to waste like four hours of your day to practice getting onto a plane. Yes, it's for the people that just really love TSA. See, here's the thing. Like, if you miss traveling, just go to the park. <laughs> no, but Walk they miss through the, the like, woods. hustle and bustle of the airport. Just drive through rush hour traffic. You'll be real tired of people real quick. Anyways, my point being, I would not pay for that ass pain <laughs> to not even go somewhere. At least let the plane take off. Like, So, listeners, in case you didn't catch that, Jay will not pay for ass pain. <laughs> also facts. Anyways, <laughs> I have been on, on certain trips not necessarily commercial, where I have waited on a plane all day and then got through everything, got to the plane, got on the plane, heard the engine start up, and then heard, and hear it spinning back down. And you're just sitting there going, why are they turning the engines off? And then the doors open, and they heard you back off the plane and back into the terminal, and then you sit there for more and more hours waiting for a backup plane to show up that may or may not ever arrive. So the fact that people are doing this for fun Blows my mind. I don't make these things up. I just find them on the internets. And now for the major topic of the week. Why do you always yell it at us? Holy cow. I'm announcing it. <laughs> oh, well, that's a funny announcement. Do you to listen hear. to our podcast? I need you to listen to the way you announce that. <laughs> I do. And I laugh hysterically every time again in the car. Oh, my goodness. So, you know. We were talking about Kanye West and watching him, and I think he's a wackadoo. And uh-huh. you can tell, I think you can tell a lot about people by watching them. And I don't mean in the creepy oh, yeah. stalker through the window kind of way or no, anything just observing like me. that. Right. And you can tell a whole lot about their overall attitudes towards life. And a lot, I hear a lot of people be like, oh, well, you know, that's because they're a Pisces or that's because they're whatever, which I'm not very good with that stuff, but I did try to find out a little bit about it for this point. They also have personality tests that are like, 
these are my four letters and I can't say mine because you're going to guess mine in a minute. So I can't say what they are. Or this is my, this is my number and personality type and everything. And you can tell a lot about people that way. Personally, I have a much better way of telling about people and we will get to that, but we're going to start with the astrological stuff. So there's 12 Zodiac signs, right? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. You sound so bored already. (laughs) There are 12 Zodiac signs, and they each have their own strengths, weaknesses, traits, attitudes, all that good shit. But so they are separated into the four elements, okay? So there's the water signs, which are emotional and ultra-sensitive, and those include Cancer, Scorpio, and Pisces. There's the fire signs, who are supposed to be passionate, dynamic, and temperamental. (coughs) (laughs) we all know you think i'm a fire sign those are the aries leo and sagittarius then there are the earth signs and they are grounded conservative and realistic but they can be emotional and that's taurus virgo Mm. and capricorn nope 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 Mm. no i'm wrong no 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 that's not you oh i'm not earth realistic but can be emotional okay first off i can be realistic thank you no if it said emotional but can be realistic (laughs) okay (laughs) then there are (laughs) the air signs that's twice the air sign which is rational social and they love communications and relationships with others and that would be gemini libra and aquarius Uh uh-huh Then there's a whole lot more breakdown of stuff and like doing all the research. I really think we could do an entire episode and maybe find a guest on it because I really do have a lot of damn questions on how they figure this out based on on your birth date. I'm not a scientist. I don't know if it's right, but my Zodiac sign, I feel like does describe my personality pretty well. Uh, Where's loud and dynamic? Well, there's not loud and dynamic. There's passionate, dynamic, and temperamental, Uh. and that's for one of the... Um, elements. Well, temperamental wasn't capitalized. So okay, well, I am a fire sign. Sounds like you, but I think yours is an all caps. So I am one of those three. <laughs> what? Mm-mm. I don't know. I, I should know yours. I'm really bad with these, so I can't even be like, oh, I know for mm. sure this is your sign to say whether it's like <laughs> you or not, but I think aren't you a fire sign too? I am not. I'm not. Well, I don't know the exact dates of them, so it's not that I don't know your birthday. You do know my birthday. I just don't know when your birthday falls under. You don't know my sign? I don't know your sign. Now I just feel so hurt. So, like I said, I feel like mine (laughs) describes me pretty well. Do you think yours describes you pretty well? I don't don't really. I don't know. I don't know if I put a lot of weight into it, but. I mean, I don't put a lot of weight into it. I'm just trying to see, like, for the personality uh, types, which ones I feel like are more valid when you I mean, first, like, like, just kind of look at it. But I just feel like, I mean, it describes me pretty well. But how easy would it be just to pick a couple not super descriptive words and pick a month and be like, yeah, that's totally me. People define people that way. Then there's the Meyer Briggs personality system right dum, dum, dum. so way back in the 70s this carl dude had a theory that people can be characterized by four preferences okay so they have their general attitude so they could either be extroverted or introverted their perception mm-hmm. so they're either sensing or intuition their processing information which is either thinking or feeling 
and then how they implement that information by either judging or perceiving. So that's how he he put all four of those together and 16 possible personality types. Okay. For mine, I've done this test. I actually did a lot of this. I studied, did a special project just on this personality system in college. So I already knew it before I studied this. But um, I think mine is pretty spot on. And it seems like it makes sense to me to break these personalities down in those four ways to figure out, you know, even if it doesn't help you figure out about somebody else, it can help you figure out more about yourself and why you do the things you do. Do you think that you, yours is pretty spot on or what do you think? I think it's, yeah, I think, I think like my nature, yeah, is that way. Like, yes, there's always going to be a time that sometimes you're like, ah, I have to do this this way because I have to, but just left to my own devices. I think that I would generally follow what my magical four letters have. When I was looking into why it can be wrong, research did show that about half of the people that take the test the second time get a different result. I have gone back and forth over like six or seven years of being two different ones, like having one letter different. One letter goes, okay. Yeah. Is it E and I? Yeah, I'll tell you at the end. Oh, okay. No, but it is not E and I. I've always been an E, always. I've gone back and forth and I think it's because I like grew as a person. So when you're answering the questions, you just think things a little bit differently. Then the other personality one I saw popping up on Instagram not that long ago. And I was like, I do not care what number you are. Why do you people keep telling me about some stupid number? My favorite number seven. Is that your point? It wasn't the (laughs) point. I thought we were just picking favorite numbers. I think it's Enneagram. Or Enneagram. So we'll go with that. It's the Enneagram. I don't know if that's how you say it. And if it's wrong, please don't yell at me. It's a basic personality type that is split into nine number section things. So if you are a type one, you're a reformer, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, perfectionist. If you're a type two, you're a helper, generous, demonstrative, people-pleasing, and possessive. If you're number three, you're the achiever, adaptable, excelling, driven, and image conscious. The individualist, expressive, dramatic, self-absorbed, and temperamental. And if you say that as me, (laughs) I was just going to, you know, ask if you were putting a lot of emphasis on that one because of type five is the investigator, perceptive, innovative, Hmm. secretive, and isolated, which doesn't sound like an investigator to me, but whatever. Sounds like a spy, right? Like, yeah, like somebody who asks a lot of damn questions, but that ain't it, apparently. <laughs> if you're a type six, it's the loyalist, engaging, responsible, anxious, and suspicious. If you're a type seven, it's the enthusiast, spontaneous, versatile, acquisitive. I don't even know what that means. Which one? And scattered. Acquisitive. Does that mean to ask a lot of questions? I thought that was I inquisitive. Feel like that's, well, you're thinking inquisitive. Yeah, I think acquisitive. I don't know. That's maybe you forgive people a lot. Let's see. <clears throat> oh, oh, so that's acquisition acquisitive. So adjective, excessively interested in acquiring money or material things. If you're a type eight, you're the challenger, self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Again, mm-hmm. don't just pick my bad things when you guess mine, okay? Mm-hmm. If you... <laughs> are a type nine that are the peacemakers receptive reassuring complacent and resigned then 
there's the wing and levels of development. And it got really confusing after that. So I didn't research farther into that. (laughs) But I did take the test and I saw what description mine was on the type it was. And I was like, oh, hell no, that is not me, not even a little bit. But then I read more into it and I was like, okay, I can see that. But only because it said people should avoid hurting their feelings by not taking them seriously. And I just want to clarify, it does not hurt my feelings. It pisses me off and it happens all the time. No one ever listens to me and takes me seriously and they should because I'm smart and I know shit. Anyways, so on that note, I personally think the questions just aren't very specific to people and it asks the same question like four times, just worded slightly different. And I just don't think that those questions are deep enough to really get to the important stuff. So I majorly disagree with my type because I just don't think it's me. But with that all being said, I think there is a much better way to tell about people. Uh, Scan their brain. No, I don't know. No, I just think that there's there's easier ways to tell people's characteristics that work so much better than being like, what's your sign or what's your personality type? And I still don't care about your number on Instagram. Like people can pretend to be somebody that they're not or act a certain way for six months. And then that's like the limit until where their real personality comes out. I want to say six months. That's a a psychological uh, actual like number, right? Like when they talk about like personality disorders and things like people will have a mask for six months and then one day the mask comes off. Yeah. They can only hide who they are for Mm. six months. And like at Mm. six months and two days, you're going to see who they really are. So do not write somebody into your life story and pin until six months and a couple weeks because they might be a wackadoo. But while you're waiting to make sure that they aren't in it for the long con, pretending to be somebody that they're not, there are some things that people just really can't hide and that will tell you a lot about a person. And we're going to call it the Courtney personality test. Uh, (laughs) No, we're not. Let's don't call it that. Just walk by a shopping cart and see what they do. First of all, they're called buggies, and that is on my list. Thank you. (laughs) When you are just getting to know a person or you see a person out in public, you can tell who they are by what they do with the buggy in the parking lot. Okay, it takes five seconds to walk over and put it in the little corral thing. Or you could just be a D-bag and leave it in the middle of the parking lot because your time is so important that people need to go chase it down. Yes, I know, Jay. They call it a cart up north, but it is a buggy. And people, I've heard also, I have a friend from Boston, hey, Corey, that calls it a shopping carriage. But yeah, so we can all agree that's weird. So a buggy and a carriage, like that sounds to me like old school horses. Like it's just a cart. It is a basket. Okay. In your basket with wheels, you can leave it in the middle of the parking lot to make other people go get it because your time is so much more important that you can't go put it in a buggy or in the little corral thing. And then you got to make people chase it down or it runs into somebody's car and just ruins people's day because you think you are so important you can't put it away. Okay, you can tell a lot about a person by what they do with their buggy in the parking lot. So I like how you're making fun of me, but that really is one of the things. No, no. I've actually gone into a parking lot and wasn't in a hurry and grabbed my cart and realized I was passing a bunch more and ended up filling the corral. (laughs) That's a little extra. Good for you. I never even thought to watch people that just... 2024, vote for me. Yeah, hashtag still Coey 2024, but nice try. Vice President Jay. (laughs) He'll clean up the parking lot. (laughs) 
So you can also tell a lot about a person about how they treat the waiter (laughs) or waitress. Okay? If they are not nice to the person serving them food, they will not be nice to you. No matter how much they pretend they are nice to you right now, if they're not nice to the waitress, they are not a nice person. I would expand that, not just the waitress, any service staff. Like the people who try to nicely like get out of the way of like a janitor when they're mopping a floor, the people just walk through it like you get paid for this. Like those are the assholes. Absolutely. You're right. But I just personally, having been a waitress a lot, I feel like that there are some people that will be so sweet to their date and like, oh, I care so much about you. Oh, blah, 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 blah. No, bitch, go get me this. You know what I mean? Like if you're not nice to the waitress, they're not going to be nice to you. I don't think I've ever been mean to a waitress or waiter in my life. I really, I can't even imagine you being mean to a waitress because why would you be? But if you were, I would have to go. No, I've even had bad ones. Like some of them seem like they were almost. Some people are to not good. And even then, it was like. But that doesn't yeah, mean you need to be yeah. mean to them. No, I wasn't mean. I wasn't mean to them, regardless. But this particular instance, I mean, it was years ago. Seemed more so. I don't care, and not so much. I don't know what I'm doing. You don't know what you're doing. I will even help you. Okay. Well, was it on a Sunday? Uh, maybe. If it was on a Sunday, okay, I'm going to break this down for you. Is it New People Day? Is that New People Day? No, it is not New People Day. Sunday, especially afternoons, you get the church crowd, okay? Okay. And I'm not talking about average people that go to church. This is nothing against people that go to church. This is not like anti-Christian anything. I believe in God, okay? So it's not that. It's just you get the church crowd, and they will come in, and they they are rude. They are not nice. They will run you to death. They will need 756 lemons for their water because they don't want to pay $1.72 for a lemonade that I probably wasn't going to charge them for anyway. They will tell you that they want their steak well done and then get mad because it's chewy. They will tell you that they need another basket of rolls after their 17th basket of rolls because their steak is taking so long because why does a nine ounce filet well done take more than five minutes? Then it can't even be butterflied. So what is the problem? That's going to take two hours, by the way. And they are just super, super rude to you and run you ragged. And every table is like that. It's not one table and then a nice table. Like you have three, five tables at a time of people treating you like that. And then when they finally get up to walk away, They leave you a dollar or on a $190 tab, or they leave you 17 cents in pennies, or they leave you nothing but a card that says, smile, God loves you. And in the bottom corner, it says, but, and you flip it over and it tells you all the reasons that you're going to go to hell. And one of them is working on Sunday. So you'll get this all day long, person after wait, person, after wait, table after table. Wait, at least people come to your restaurant on Sunday and then, and then are to- mad that you're working. Yes. Have you ever sneezed? You're going to hell. Have you ever... Um, like what? They're, seriously, it's that ridiculous. It's not just like major things that you know people are super judgy about. It's little stuff. Like, did you say damn one time? You're going to hell. Stuff like that. Nobody wants to hear that. And if you want to get people in church, that is not the way to do it. And let me tell you what is especially not the way to do it. Have a fake $100 bill and leave it like, oh, my God, this person left me a $100 tip. They must have been a server at some point. And then you pick it up and it says, come to this church. We'll see you on Sunday. How about I come to that church and put it in your offering plate? How are you going to like that? (laughs) Wow, this got real personal real quick. So if they act like they didn't care on Sunday, that's probably why. So 
if they look like they're having a bad day, but if they look like they're having a bad day and it's Sunday, just be like, you know what? Not everybody sucks. Take your time. Get to me when you can get to me. And I guarantee you, you will get much better service. Yeah. Well, I generally always say that to wait staff that I have, and I never, I only have ever tipped less than 20%. So. But now that you understand what they go through, you'll feel a little more for them on Sunday and be like, you know what? I got you, or I girl. Like, go just... eat on Sunday as much. Like, I'm just, I'll go on Saturday before all the crazy people come out. Or you can go on the crazy people and be like the one good spot in their day because I would love my good tables that are like, I've been there. Get them their 850th lemon and then <laughs> come get my drink. You know? You can tell a lot about a person by what they laugh at too. Oh, that's not fair. I laugh at everything. No, but I'm saying like, okay, so if I'm carrying a bunch of milk and I trip over the dog and I spill it and my day is just going to crap and I just start laughing like, oh my goodness, that was ridiculous. I bet that looked really funny. You know, you laugh at something. That person's probably a little more chill at life. You know what I mean? Than somebody who watches a person struggle and drop all the bottom out of their groceries and start crying and like run over their apple with their car and crying. And they're like, ha ha ha. What a loser. See what I mean by you can tell about a person by what they laugh at. I wasn't sure where I was going. Cause I'm like, I have a sense of humor. Like I can laugh at like the people that laugh at the ridiculously funny, frustrating things are very different than the people that scream cuss words when the bad things happen. You know what I mean? Well, sometimes I do both. I don't know. If, I, don't know what I that mean, for. sometimes I'm like, son of a, like, well, you know, that was kind of cool. Yeah, like, and that's very different than just being pissed off at the whole world for the rest of the day because you tripped over your dog, which I have done, by the way, and the dog was fine. You tripped over Bruno and got mad at him, or just no? Up? I tripped. No, no, I tripped over Gunner, my old dog, who was a giant black lab. I was carrying cupcakes for one of my friends. Wasn't me, by um, the way. Way back in the day, it was. No, it wasn't. It was when I worked at that restaurant, I had a friend who was my manager, who was also my friend's nephew. So this kid had worked there since he was 16 and it was his eighth. He was cooler than me and got cupcakes. I would not ever call him cooler than you, especially not now. But back in the day, he was turning 18. And so I made him cupcakes for his birthday and I took them in and I was going to take them into work and I tripped over my dog on the way out. And he just kind of looked at me like, you didn't see this 120 pound black dog laying in front of you. And the cupcakes fell over. And I just thought it was the funniest thing because I worked so hard to get it in this box and make them all perfect. And then my dumb self steps over the dog and knocks him over. So I started <laughs> laughing at that and I took him into work and I was like, hey, friend, I'm sorry. They're a little ugly. They were pretty. I promise. I think I took a picture and started laughing at that. So that's what I meant by when you laugh at unfortunate situations. Should have taped a picture of them all nice to the inside and open it up. It's like cupcake icing. It really like, was. Like, it really was. That poor I kid. I tripped down the stairs. <laughs> that poor kid. It was like 24 cupcakes too, all for him. But yeah, they were ugly. They were really. Oh, ugly. I just scraped the icing of the box, whatever. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I mean, he wasn't upset about it. I just, there are a lot of people that are like be pissed off for the rest of the day because it, they worked so hard on it. And then you have people like me that are like, I tripped over a 120 pound dog. Like, I couldn't see him. It's not like yeah. he was a tiny little dude. Not a great way to, you know. Yeah, so you can more, tell do you? by what they laugh at and stuff. And if they're laughing in unfortunate situations and they think that's funny, they're probably a jerk burger. And you just... A jerk burger? Yeah. Uh, well done, jerk burger. I'm just saying. So, and then... Everyone knows that's a crime. <laughs> with... 
when you're just watching people too and you haven't really been around them a lot, you can also tell a lot about them by how they handle a rainy day. Hmm, how so? Like if if you have big plans to go do something, you're going to go to the beach. We'll say the beach. And uh-huh. you're so excited and you're like, oh, well, it's raining. Now I'm mad and I'm going to stomp around the house and I'm just going to sit here and just be mad and angry and just, just bitchy, like whatever. Just go anyway. Well, first off, depends how it's raining. If it's thundering and lightning, I'm not going to the beach. If it's just some sprinkles <laughs> that are going to go away, all right, let's go. Let's have fun. Whatever. Put the hammock up underneath of like a pier or something. You don't get rained on and you get a chill in your hammock. It's fine. But you can also wake up and be like, you know what? It's rainy and it sounds really cool. Let's just put our comfies on and build a couch fort and watch some movies today. The you can change your plans based on that. If it's going to rain literally on your parade, on your parade, decide, do you want to take your umbrella and go watch the parade anyway? Do you want to watch the parade from inside a bar that you can see over that road? Or do you want to be like, you know what? Let's just chill anyway. It's how they handle when rain disrupts their day. No, I like that. I feel like you can tell a lot about people in those. And even if they're trying to be somebody that they're not, those are things that they cannot hide because they're going to, behave that way anyway when you're around people a little bit like say if you're looking to date somebody or something like that and you can tell a lot about them by especially men this one is (laughs) you know i'm a i'm a girl so i don't really have it so much for on how to tell about women but especially with men you can tell a lot about them by how they treat their mom if they treat their mom like shit they're gonna treat you like shit you don't need that in Hmm. your life I don't care how cute he is. I don't care how much fun he is. If he treats his mama like shit, he's going to treat you like shit. And it is not your job to fix him, honey. Okay? No. Wow. It's a fact. Now, what if their mom did something to estrange them? Like their mom was just... And then in that case, if a man is like, listen, I don't have any contact with my mom because she, you know, sold my car while I was at work (laughs) or something really ridiculous... And they don't have any contact, but they don't Uh have any disrespect towards her. You can respect that because that is a result of her action. But if your mom is good to you and, you know, making you cookies for your birthday and you're like, thanks, bitch. No, get out. of No, get him out of your (laughs) life. Send him packing. Tell him to leave. Tell him to leave the cookies because he don't deserve them and get him on his way. Who hurt you? <laughs> no, that one actually did not happen to me. That was just the first thing I could think about because I really want some chocolate chip cookies right now. Uh, did this happen to you? <laughs> oh, let me tell you what. I do not have kids. I do not have kids. But if I ever had kids, I don't care how big, how grown he is, but he calls me a bitch. And let me tell you what, that would be the last thing he ever, that would be the last person he ever calls a bitch to. I ain't playing that game. You're not disrespecting me like that. It's not a thing. No, that's not So what if I said that to you? Would you flip out and hit me? Well, you would say it to me just to make me crazy because you think it's funny to do that. Ah, no. uh, Okay, maybe. Maybe. (laughs) But for real. And I know it could possibly go the other way. I'm not sure, honestly, if it's how women treat their dad would be that. But men, the way they treat their mothers are usually the way they're going to treat their significant others. So Mm. you want a man who respects his mama and treats her right. Otherwise... Bye. I don't care how cute you are. Bye. <laughs> for the record, I treat my mom really nice. My mom loves me to death. <laughs> and also, for the record, your mom would beat your ass if you didn't. 
<laughs> beat my ass? Yes. Okay. My mom physically, I don't think it beat my ass at this um, point. I think, I think if your mama made you cookies for your birthday and you said, thanks, bitch, your mama will whoop up on you if she had to use a cast iron skillet. You would be apologizing. There's no way your mom would okay. ever, ever, ever okay. let you get away with that. And since I know she listens, I'm expecting her to text you and be like, oh, she's right. No. She's no, right. She, yeah, she'll probably write you before she writes me, maybe. But first <laughs> off, if it was a situation where I'm like, thanks, bitch, for the cookies, it would probably be said in a funny way. And I have the relationship right. with my mom that I could say that and, and get I away with it. And I just use that as an And not example. her thinking that I'm actually being like, thanks, you're a bitch. Like, it's not you. Yeah. It's like, no, I just try to use yeah. that as an example yeah. so people don't know what yeah. I'm talking about. But I know you yeah. would never say don't that. Don't use to me as an example. Look I know that. you would never say that to your mom. <laughs> Just and also, you. she would beat you if you did. <laughs> um, but you can also tell a lot about people by the way they handle lost luggage. Okay? Lost luggage is a pain in the ass. It's irritating. <sighs> it's frustrating. But the way that they handle that and the way that you deal with that frustration tells you a lot about a person's character. If they're like, all right, whatever, they'll bring it to me, that's fine. If they're like, oh, my God, that's so stupid. That was your job. How dare you? I'm one person on this plane full of hundreds of people, and you lost my luggage, you piece of crap. No, bye. Go away. We don't want you. You're not very nice. I get that it sucks. It frustrates everybody. But the person at the airport where you just landed is not the person who lost the luggage. They are not the person who accidentally put it on the wrong thing. They're not even in the same state, most likely. So how about you chill and say thank you. Thank you for getting it to me when you can get it to me. And just if you have to stop at Target and buy a toothbrush, then stop at Target and buy a toothbrush. But also, that's why you always pack your toothbrush in your carry-on. Well, you got to be careful with your toothpaste. You can buy that at the store easy, but I have a Sonicare toothbrush, and those things are expensive. You and your bougie stuff. Okay, I have a bougie Sonicare (laughs) toothbrush because I want it at a um, fundraising event, like, years ago. So it was a fundraising event, and I paid $2 to see what was on the bottom of a cup, and they were like, oh, yeah, you want our most expensive gift. And they had a Yeti sign there, so I was like, heck, yes, I want a cooler. And then they were like, a toothbrush. (laughs) I was like, really? I want a toothbrush? But then they were like, no, it's cool. It's cool. And so I like went home, and I was like, let me see what this toothbrush is about. And actually, it was pretty badass for a toothbrush. So (laughs) Uh, I'm glad it worked out in your favor. Truly. It did, and some of my money went to, I think it was Denim and Diamonds, to help a battered women's shelter, I think is what it was. Oh. So get off my bougie-ness. <laughs> that was the most awkward phrase you've ever said to me. <laughs> but yeah, no, no, I think I was in, uh, I, th- I can't remember if it was Bragg or I flew into Augusta, uh, Georgia, and I was out there in a TDY, and I got off the plane, and I was like, uh, I stood there, I think for was probably 45 minutes watching the little carousel go round and round. And I was like, my bag's not out. <laughs> it was a little suitcase. Like, you know, it was just, I think I was there for like three days or something. And then I walked over and I was like, yeah, I'm missing a red suitcase off this plane. And they're like, Oh, that was you. <laughs> it's like, they were already expecting me to show up. And like, yeah, your stuff went to, I think it went to Atlanta somehow by mistake. Yeah. I've had mine. I've been there too. When you stand there, and you watch everybody's bag go, and then you watch everybody take their bag, and you're like, okay, well, maybe mine came a little bit later. Where is it? Nope. Yeah. Nope, it's not there. And they, mine actually came to the same city, but on a later flight, it got mixed up or something like uh, that. And they just delivered it the next day, and it was fine. And I was just 
had dirty hair and a ponytail for a little bit. And then well, my dad came to visit me one time. Okay, so my dad has not checked a bag. <laughs> he has not checked a bag since the 80s because they lost his bags when um, I think when we moved to Germany or something. They lost his bags or my mom's uh-huh. bags or something. And he has not checked a bag. So when I was living in Hawaii, I, I really wanted this a bottle of wine from a winery in North Carolina that's a Christmas wine and it's called Naughty or Nice and it's Muscadine and it's delicious. And I really <laughs> wanted it because you can't get Muscadine wine in Hawaii for the life of you. And if you order it to get shipped to you, it's like $10,000 for shipping. So I was like, Daddy, you're coming out for Christmas. Please, will you bring me my Naughty or Nice wine that I really like? So he was like, fine, whatever. I really don't want to check a bag, Courtney. And I was like, Dad, all of my flights have never lost my bag. And it'll be fine. Oh, they lost his bag. <laughs> it'll be fine. They totally lost it's his It's not bag. a big deal. Just please, Dad, just try it out. It's been 30 years. So my dad gets there and he lands and all the bags come and all the bags go. And <laughs> my dad's bag's not there. And he just turns and looks at me. <laughs> Gives me this side eye, like, oh, it'll be fine, will it, Courtney? Will it? It'll be fine. Told you. <laughs> and we walked over, and they brought it to my house out there for him the next day. But it actually wasn't because they just lost it. My dad had moved on to an earlier flight, and his bag stayed on their regular flight because they had, like, overbooked, and oh. they gave him the option to get there earlier, have a little shorter layover, and his bag just stayed with his original flight. But, man, he was like, okay. oh, Courtney, they're not going to lose it, huh? Oh, I would have given you so and much And then shit. when my mom oh. flew out to visit me, they lost her bag too. So just being my parents checking a bag is probably bad. <laughs> so don't fly with you and put anything I really want to keep. No, just don't fly bag. to see me and fly with my parents. You'll be okay. Okay. I just won't come to see you. That's fine. I'll drive. <laughs> the way people yeah. handle lost luggage says a lot about them. No, good point. <laughs> That is actually all the time that we have left today for this episode, but part two in a special edition available on Thursday to kind of make it up to y'all for to life happening to both of us last week and us not having that episode for you. So episode 7.5 will be out Thursday morning for y'all to be able to hear the second half of the episode. I'm sorry that we had to split it up that way, but we wanted to get you some extra time to listen since we kind of let you down last week. So thank you for listening. You know the drill. Give us five stars, leave us reviews, send us messages on Twitter, Instagram, and email at Coey's Questions for all three. And we'll talk to you on Thursday. Thursday.